Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Peyton Doyle, host of the Peyton Doyle Show. Hope you all are having a fantastic Friday today. And today, I'm going to talk about Brady. I'm going to talk about Jameis. And I'm going to talk about the Chicago Bears. But first, I'm going to give you more news on this coronavirus real quick, just to get it out of the way, just so everybody knows what's going on. So the XFL suspended the rest of their season last night. Um, you know, I feel really bad for the XFL and its players because it did seem like it had the best chance to last out of these, out of these other leagues, like the AAF that had no chance and it folded very quick. And, you know, it accepted the fact that it wasn't the NFL and they implemented different features in their product, like having coaches and players mic'd up and changing kickoff and extra point rules. It was something that was interesting. It was, it was interesting product. And I feel really bad for the league and its players and those players who are maybe playing to try and make their NFL dreams come true. And on top of all this, the masters also got postponed. This is a big news story as the masters, a huge deal in golf so as we can see, the coronavirus is going to affect sports for an extended period of time now. You know, I just hope everyone's safe and these precautionary measures prove to be effective in the end and this doesn't blow up into a really, really dangerous situation. But despite all of this, the NFL still plans on starting the new league year as scheduled at 4 p.m. on March 18th, and we can still see many big-name players and quarterbacks maybe decide to go on the move. So let's start off leading the headlines. We all know is obviously the big TB12, Tom Brady. The new talk around town is Brady to the Buccaneers. This new report is that the Buccaneers' interest is gaining momentum. Their interest in Brady is increasing. And I'm sure Bruce Arians notices the offensive weapons he has on his team. And he probably sees a situation like, like he had in Arizona where that team in Tampa can potentially win now if he has a great quarterback. He probably is also thinking he isn't going to coach for a whole lot longer since it seemed like the reason he came back was to give his buddy Todd Bowles a job. And I guess the way they're lining it up is that when Bruce Arians decides to retire, that Bowles will become the next head coach. So he's really there just to help his buddy out, not actually to coach. But he wants to take control of his Super Bowl opportunity and get that ring while he can. I'm sure he does. Tampa Bay ranked number one in terms of passing yards last season and number three in terms of passing touchdowns. But they ranked 24th in total rushing offense. Deion Lewis just got released by the Titans. He's played with Brady before in New England. He could be someone they could look to sign to maybe get some depth out running back to try to make themselves look more attractive to Tom. But... 
Jameis was also sacked 47 times last season. And simply, you cannot have a 43-year-old quarterback get sacked 47 times. It's already hard for any quarterback of any age to get sacked that many times. You can't have your 43-year-old franchise quarterback getting sacked 47 times. That's way too much. They really, really need to improve that offensive line. Wherever Brady goes, if he's going to find success, they need to have two things. They need to have an offensive line, and they need to have a solid running game that is reliable and consistent. So if they want to be a good fit for Brady, they need to improve that O-line and run game in my eyes. But, you know, the way Brady plays, I feel like it can somewhat make up for an iffy O-line, not a terrible one, but an average one, you know, one that's just not that great because of how quickly he delivers the ball out of his hands. That could help them not get Brady hurt, and that could help Brady's longevity, and it, it already has because he's lasted a super long time. So my next topic is the current quarterback of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Jameis Winston. Jameis Winston is set to be a free agent this season, and to me, he's the most interesting quarterback on the free agent market. Where will he go? Who could possibly want to pay a guy to be their franchise quarterback who throws that many interceptions? I don't have the answer for any of these questions. I don't really have any idea where Jameis Winston fits, but I can tell you, I can guarantee it, Jameis Winston will be a starting quarterback somewhere next season, week one. Jameis Winston will end up like Jay Cutler. Jay Cutler got chance after chance after chance and got paid top dollar in this league all because he had the golden arm. Every coach on every team was like, I'm the one who can fix Cutler. Give me an arm like that and I can fix him. Let me bring him into my team's culture and we'll fix him. We'll make him a good leader. We'll make him a franchise quarterback. They all wanted to get their hands on Cutler. They all wanted him. Nobody ever fixed him. I believe Jameis will be the same way. We'll see this offseason. There's going to be a team out there that's like, yeah, he threw 30 interceptions. But look at that arm, though. Look at that arm, man. He can make all the throws. But he threw 30 interceptions. But look at that arm. Give him to give him to me, and I'll stop him from throwing picks. That's what all these guys are going to say. At least Jameis knows it, though. You know, he said, oh, I'll be the best if I if I can stop throwing interceptions. And And honestly, honestly, he might be right, though, because... Really, if you look at his numbers last year, you're like, wow, but look at the interceptions. And you can see if Jameis stops throwing picks, he can be a franchise guy. But, you know, it's easier said than done. And like Marshawn Lynch says, I'm just about that action, boss. <laughs> so my next my next topic I would like to address with you guys here is the Chicago Bears. Mitchell Trubisky. Mitchell Trubisky showed promise last season, but this year he regressed. He took a big step back. In my eyes, Mitch looked like he was gun shy at times and scared to make big plays down the field. Last season, it was different. Some games, 
he was just slinging that rock and just spinning it any anywhere he wanted to. And he didn't care about throwing picks. And it was fine because he didn't even throw that many. And the offense was good enough to still win 12 games and make the playoffs because of that great defense, right? So they need to get back there this season. And it also seemed at times that he would force the ball to Allen Robinson. We all knew that Allen Robinson was their number one guy. But at the end of the day, you can't you can't force the ball to one guy. We even saw Matthew Stafford become more efficient of a passer once Calvin Johnson retired because we found out he was forcing the ball to Calvin Johnson, you know, and you, you have to be able to spread the ball around and hit open receivers. You can't be forcing it to one guy. So what do they do at quarterback? I believe the best move that the Bears can do this offseason is trade for Andy Dalton. Because the Cincinnati Bengals will most likely move on from Andy Dalton and, and they're going to draft Joe Burrow from LSU at number one overall. That's almost a given now. And this means Andy Dalton will probably be available for trade. And I think the best fit is in Chicago. The Bears can probably get him for a fair price. They don't have to give up too much. And they can do it without completely giving up on Mitch. They can trade for Andy Dalton, and they can say, Mitch is still our guy, and we're bringing Andy in to have a more competitive quarterback room to bring in competition. And Mitch will still be our guy week one, but Andy's just going to be there, you know, to kind of mentor him, right? And they'll play Mitch at the beginning of the season. They'll see how it goes. And if Mitch looks like he's just not not working out, you know, he's not looking too good, not looking too sharp, they can take him out and put in Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton, who has always been a slightly above average quarterback, and, and he doesn't seem to lose games, which to me, with that defense, you don't need a Mahomes. You don't need someone who's going to put the team on their back, score 35 points a game. Really, you just need a guy who's going to go out there, throw some touchdowns, maybe put up 25 points. That defense will hold teams to below 20 points a lot, and they'll make the playoffs off of that. I also think maybe some maybe some competition can push Mitch to grow and become better and, and not be afraid of making plays because he knows he has to. Um, it almost seems like that happened with Alex Smith um, when they drafted Mahomes and and then all of a sudden, Alex Smith had his best season of his career. So we'll see if Mitch can improve and he can shine. You don't have to, you don't have to put in Dalton. You can just leave him there as a backup, and nobody will mind because you don't have to pay Andy Dalton top dollar. So you're not going to be paying him a whole lot to sit on the bench. You know what I'm saying? You really don't want this situation in Chicago if you're the Bears to end up like Jacksonville. Jacksonville is the perfect example of the worst case scenario for the Chicago Bears after they went 12-4 and last season and then this season missed the playoffs, you don't want to end up like Jacksonville because what happened in Jacksonville was they had that dominant defense, led them to the AFC Championship game, and the offense was incompetent. They gave Blake Bortles way too big of a contract extension, and he wasn't worth the money. And the team didn't work out. That defense got way too expensive to handle, and now it's all gone. Now it's all broken up, especially with A.J. Boye getting traded to the to the Denver Broncos earlier last week. 
it's over now. So that that is the worst case scenario for the Bears. But if they play it carefully and play it right, I believe the Bears can still be contenders if they have an offense that can just, first off, make the defense, give the defense breaks because you don't want your defense getting tired and being on the field all the time. Control the clock, manage the clock, give the defense a break, and have a guy who's just not going to lose you games and can maybe, if the defense is having a bad bad game, pull through and win you a few games. They could be back to playoff contenders, and if Mitch improves, I mean, we basically know what Andy Dalton is now, but if Mitch improves and becomes a great quarterback, they can actually be contenders. So that's it, everybody. Thank you for listening. Thank you so much for listening. And make sure to like or subscribe wherever you're listening to this podcast. And thank you so much. Make sure to tune in next week at Friday at 2.30 p.m. Thank you.